0: Oh, oh, cute. Cute. Sweet. Sweeties. Sweeties. <laughs> hey everyone, I'm Wah.
1: And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docu <laughs> Sweeties.
0: We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docu-series.
1: Yes, but through our own lens, honeys, which has, you know, lots of different flavors, different textures in your mouth. At the end of the day, we'll serve you up something with a little dessert at the end because, honey, we are sweet.
0: So this episode is Love After Lockup, episode 17, Dirty Little Secrets. Mm-hmm. This was a good episode, and we open up this episode with Brittany and Amanda, I don't have a picture of them for whatever
1: reason. Did I just delete every picture of like all the couples? No, we have never had a picture of Brittany and Marcelino we oh. do this every time. The dirty little secret is that we just refuse to upload a picture of them. Also, dirty little secrets to me was like, is the dirty little secret that everyone in this series like still smokes cigarettes? Like it's like 1990s, honey.
0: Yeah, they're all out of jail. And I think that because of being in jail, they literally all came out with a smoking, especially if they went in with an addiction. They came out with a smoking addiction because Brittany smokes, Amber smokes, Eric smokes, Branwyn and Chaz smokes. Like they
1: just all smoke cigarettes. So weird. Do you think Lindsay and Blaine smoke cigarettes in that house together when they're alone? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too
0: in the house. No, no air filtration system that helps to pump out the smell. They just, wow. It's just like, it's smoking cigarettes is a subculture that I just have never been a part of. Like I've never, I've smoked cigarettes, but I have never, I've never desired to smoke cigarettes or to be, be, have it become habit forming. And I've seen people like be into it and like, Even vaping is gross to me.
1: Like, I just, it's not, it's not my scene. Well, do you, do you remember me smoking cigarettes? I do. And I never knew why. I'll tell you why. Because when I was in college, I got to play this like Irish whore character who was like in her fifties and had varicose veins. Varicose is the word. And she smoked She's cigarettes. She's a, and- a whore with very close
0: veins. Go No, ahead.
1: varicose. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the very and also the clo- the veins are very close, and so I thought I was so method. Why just like picked it up, and I mean, it like went from smoking these cherry dream cigarettes, where were like cherry flavored cigarettes, and then in the college era, I would. Also get these icy drops, and then I would drop them into the filter of whatever cigarette I got to like make them instant menthol. And uh, then I would, like went into like American Spirits, you know, which always lasted way too long. And then I went into Parliament, so it was like very hot to like smoke a Parliament, I thought. And then we got into like Camel Crushes, which is like when you would crush the menthol bead in it. And then my final, which I think was my best cigarette choice, I used to smoke. Capri ultralight slim menthols. I remember that. That is what I remember. Like every time we would get into the car, you'd like
0: roll down the window and like smoke a Virginia slim. And I would be like, <laughs> no, I, <don't.
1: laughs> I loved. it. I like smoking those cigarettes because inevitably if you went outside to like a bar or something like that, and like some gross dude would be like, can I bum a smoke? I'd be like, well, how, how bad do you want that smoke? Do you want to put a, a skinny cigarette in your mouth? And I would watch these men say no. And in my mind, I'd be like, yeah, that's right, bitch. Go back. Ask someone else.
0: Oh, yeah. I was just never... I knew a girl who actually started smoking cigarettes because this guy she liked did. Mm -hmm. And so she could have an an opportunity to go outside and smoke cigarettes. Now, like, the idea of making out with a guy who smokes a cigarette is the most disgusting. Like, I, I have just never... I haven't run into a man who smokes a cigarette. Like this dude that I'm dating told, I can't believe I just called him a dude. This gentleman that I'm dating, like told me that he used to like vape in his house and that he's since quit. And I thought to myself, Oh, I would have never dated you if you vaped. And I would have been angry for it because he's
1: great. I mean, I, uh, I wish I could say the same in that, I am, you know, like I have seen people in the past couple of years that do smoke and I'm never happy about it. I'm never like excited to like smell it on their breath or whatever. But there is something old, bad, like old school bad boy about it, which I wish I could tell you I'm not. Sexually into, but here we are. Only right. the truth on Docu Sweeties. Only spitting the truth. <laughs> but yeah, with, with Brittany and Amanda, most no, notably. As we know, Brittany has been told that Amanda and Marcelino had some sort of like text conversation over DM or whatever DM conversation that Amanda wasn't forthright in early on or when it happened. And it also included Marcelino setting a dick pic. And so at this point, Britney is now furiously driving to Amanda's work to talk talk to her about it face-to-face. And uh, the, one of the first things we see, honey, is Brittany using an old-school car lighter. Like, you push it in, it pops out. It's a bunch of orange-bright coils to, yes, honey, to make sure that she is smoking that cigarette. I mean, in a car. Yes, the window is rolled down, but barely. And this is, like, Las Vegas. Why that window wasn't down, like, 100% more? I <laughs> And also, what's, what is with like faux steering wheel accoutrements. I also like, look how fuzzy it is, <laughs> is. And also like, I'd be so afraid that like an ember from my cigarette would just like hit that, I'm sure a very flammable fuzzy steering wheel and just the whole thing going things, you know? Well,
0: I, yeah, when I saw it, I took a picture of it immediately because I said, I have never actually seen anybody use that. In fact, when, like I, I don't think my car has one. It just has the port so that I could put like a charger in there. Mm-hmm. But the idea that any car would come with that still is crazy to me. And I know
1: cars still do. Do they? Do they? Like in a car, I, I mean, I don't think so. That's what I'm saying. Like, can you buy a car in 2020? What year are we in? 22, the year of our Lord, where that thing actually comes with a cigarette lighter and not just a little like cap for your cell phone voltage by the way it's so funny because i don't even think they make true like cell phone chargers charges like that anymore most new new cars just have like a either a usb or USB C plug-in where you yeah. charge your phone you know yeah, no that makes the most sense
0: so i mean no shade to those of you who still smoke i just it's just not a part of my world's pers- perspective at this moment so she goes and she calls amanda and sees like where if amanda's at work and amanda's like yeah i'm here and so then um i think what happened is that producers were like last year's punch or last season's punched went over so well keep your glasses on if girl if you need to see put them on stop talking <laughs> around blind for aesthetics
1: it's not only that it's also the like i always feel like the lights of no put like-
0: your glasses on this girl does cannot see and walks around <laughs> blind
1: half of the time just to not have her glasses on and i don't understand it like right now they're a little dirty. Wah. So like they're a little dirty. So now my lights are like reflecting in them. And also, I don't know. I also like sometimes like, you know, how you take your sunglasses off and you come in, like the feeling of glasses on my face feels foreign. And I will subconsciously just take them off because I'm like, those don't have to be there. That feels That's weird. Crazy. That's Yeah. Crazy.
0: Now, like I just realized that I didn't have mine on and I would like to see the world has to- just opened up. Also what I realized is that I didn't download these pictures I thought I had and not all of them downloaded. So now I have to like go through and search and see which ones got downloaded and didn't. So there's that. There was 16 of them here last time. And now there's not 16. I don't know where they went.
1: Okay. Well, we have At least two for them coming up. We have, I have the, yeah. punch in the aftermath. I see them. Mm-hmm. So they wanted there to be a
0: punch this season. And so they got Brittany to do it. And I feel like it might've been against her parole and she's having a calm conversation with Amanda. And she just out of nowhere punches her over Marcelino. And this is where I don't get it. Like, she's like, she's like crying in her confessional with her high pony, which is so cute. And she's like, she didn't tell me and like all this shit. And I'm like, you don't get to cry. You already handled it. You don't, you didn't lose your friend. You already handled business. You punched her, which is like crazy over this man. It just and doesn't you make let sense. Them
1: bone. Sorry. You also I let actually- them go we can talk over each other sometimes i think we're just i think we're just gonna have to hook, okay, you know oh she's gonna she's she's chewing though that's why she was like happy about can you go ahead huh so i can chew this chip yeah so she obviously is like she's talking to her and then honey she just lets it be known that prison britney is still underneath it all i
0: mean underneath mm-hmm. it all yeah Mm-hmm. I just it was just scary the way she just punched her out of nowhere and and Chris got the craziest photo of it. I mean just like all you see is hair. She punched her friend. That she used to bang. Yeah. That she also let her husband bang. Yeah. Britney's mean. This is a side of Britney that I don't want to see. This is this was unnecessary because then she's like, "Oh, like she makes it seem as now she's going to go ask Marcelina the same thing and if he again doesn't tell her the truth she's gonna punch him too like no bitch no this is not the britney i want to see i want to see you cuss somebody out for sure and lay them flat but you then the push when she pushed amanda to the ground which is so it was so high school and so unnecessary and then when amanda's trying to like speak up for herself and be like you know no britney that's messed up that's this you know she's like you want more oh then shut up if you don't want more get out of my face i'm like you came to her job (laughs) yeah and called her out and then you're like gonna push her to the ground and she falls to the ground girl it was embarrassing i'm embarrassed for amanda and like also like amanda didn't you serve time in prison too like why aren't you better at fighting
1: yeah she's a big girl though i mean Brittany's britney's a big girl she's tall she's got arms she's got shoulders honey there's a lot of power behind them shoulders you know what i'm saying it's like you know she has like the body of like you know michael Phelps, the body of christ No, it's like a body of a, of a Michael Phelps, you know, you know, so like there's arms and there's power behind it. You know, I, I thought it was, I think it's always, I think it's shitty also because it's like your situation is definitely, I know this is the aftermath. She just had to walk back into that auto body shop, honey, and just be like, do you need an extra muffler? I mean, you know, like, I don't know. Uh, Oil change is synthetic oil or real oil. Yeah, I didn't. I actually, I actually hated this for Brittany. I mean, you know, we, as I, I agree with you, we want to see Brittany the author, the mother, the very, very high end real estate person who should be selling Nevada. It's not, you know, Orange is New Black. Yeah, she like brought it back to, I mean, the bars. I don't think, did they say that? They brought it back to the bars like when she was in jail? No. Oh, I, don't know.
0: I mean, they don't, but maybe you do, and that's fine. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I just yeah, it was uncouth and I didn't I wasn't here for it. It didn't make any sense to me. Like, I'm gonna knock your pussy ass out made sense. This
1: <laughs> I know that made sense to you, uh. When that when that couple wasn't on this episode, I was like, Well, i was not gonna like this episode. So it was yeah. actually surprising to me when you were like, It's a good episode. I was like, yo, even without your boo? Okay.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, my boo wasn't in it. But listen, we don't have to have him all the time. They can give me him to me in bits and pieces so that I could it can keep me wanting more, you know? Oh so, okay. Uh, yeah, so basically, she's like, "I'm gonna go do the same thing to Marley- Marcelino. I'm gonna give him an opportunity to tell me the truth, and then if he doesn't, I guess I'll punch him out too." And like, I just don't agree with it. I don't think it's the right choice, Brittany. But let's move on to our next couple, and that's gonna be Chaz and Bronwyn. Oh, oh God. God, I
1: know. Bronwyn
0: it. is such a user. And I think that while they're both disgusting, the fact that she is using him the way she is, and then I don't know, we're supposed to feel sorry for her because she had to have sex with her husband.
1: I mean, I don't. I don't feel. I don't feel like she is to blame in the same way. I don't feel like any of the men that Cardi B, like whatever effed over, to blame. Or I don't feel like any of the men that the hustler people effed over to blame. Men put themselves in situations because they want the easiest possible, what they think, situation, which is you know to pay a woman to make them whatever feel good, and they don't understand. They don't understand the consequences, you know? So, uh, yeah, I think that he is so gross. But anyway, he brought her to this hotel, and I don't even understand the concept of this hotel. It's like a bunch of shit everywhere, like, sleep with me. It's like a pineapple, horny pineapple hotel. Like, it's about sex with pineapples. I don't even understand. It's like a tropical, like, sex. No, no, it's like, <laughs> it like sandals. I don't understand what this it's <laughs> a of, like, cartoon, like, yellow pineapples everywhere. I'm being like, you know, sleep with me and we're going to phone. I don't even want to get it. but So it's afterward, they are wearing like yellow robes and like they did it. They did it. And he he says that they did it. Look at what is, I don't understand the concept of this hotel. Like this exists. Like what is it? I call this
0: regrets. This is the look on her face. When he's like, oh, so you're so beautiful, baby. And she's like, thank you. Using her, like, sex worker voice. Yep. Where it's really high and she's, like, baby talking. She's like, no, I'm going to give you a lap dance. Thank you, baby. And then afterwards, she, they go to kiss and it's, like, tongues out galore. <laughs> and then she she's fully got her eyes open staring at him. She sees this man as a trick. And she's taken the trick just a little too far. And he... And is unable to like cope with it. And she's going to say sex with Chaz was different than sex with any other guys I've been with because he's like a, a cuddly butterfly. And I'm like, all I can think about when I think of a butterfly is I think light, airy, very little substance. And like you are not able to cuddle that thing. Okay, so what kind of sex did they have?
1: He's definitely more like a furry caterpillar than anything. It's crazy that she had her eyes open for that kiss because basically whole episodes have gone by with her eyes closed the entire time. So, like, why'd you pick that time to keep him open? Who knows why? She does seem remarkably sober in the, the, these scenes as opposed to other scenes. Um, yeah, like, it is... Vi- and I'm someone who watched episode after episode of Cat House, you know, like I know all of the Cat House crew, this is from HBO, you know, this is before Lamar had his coma induced trauma there. But before that, you know, Cat House was a whole ass series that I ate up with Air Force Amy and Sunset Thomas and Isabella Soprano. Like I just, and I'm going to say this, I wonder what it would be like if Broadway actually went to a place like that. And like, turned her services you know because it feels like if you're going to be a sex worker those places seem like i don't know like safer is what i was gonna say i mean
0: i think they could be safer but then as we saw with like air force amy there's still like drug abuse there There's still like with sunset thomas and the and the owner like you know he jumped from girl to girl the last girl he was with was with that one with the short hair
1: yeah
0: like and then remember the black girl that he was like diamond or whatever her name was that he was like trying to like get with too yeah so like there is the predatory element of that man too but yes i do think you're right i mean there was a time and a place in the 90s for cat house and we were there for it and we witnessed it and we're we're all the better human beings for it
1: it was definitely odds 90s is more like real sex you know
0: oh was it odds? i don't know it was that that time period is all the same to me it's all like low-res jeans you know
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway going back to that <laughs> yeah so she she definitely did it and she had put it off so much and he loved it you know what i'm saying and i yeah i don't understand what the concept of like having sex with a man that he then described as being a butterfly during sex i just think of did he sprawl out on the bed with his like arms and legs you know and then just like flutter around like i don't understand even what that means
0: maybe she I- couldn't feel his penis and so therefore it was like she didn't feel anything and it was just like fluttering around in her vagina Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> anyways so she has sex with him and she says that she hasn't had a sex with older guys and i'm like you are an older woman but the truth is is that she's been in prison for 11 years so she went to prison when she was 29 so when she says older like she's still in her mind probably is like i'm 29 or like 30 you know and so yeah. like she thinks of him as being like someone who's like super older and i'm like Girl, you definitely have had sex with somebody who is that much older than you. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, what, 50? Yeah, I don't know. Like, so 10 years older. I'm pretty sure when you were 29, you had sex with men who were 39. I'm pretty, you know, what I'm saying, like, it's not as though, like, you're just literally talking about the age because you haven't, you know, had the opportunity for that, but he's not out of your mm-hmm. age range. So then. He is so excited, and I don't know when he did this, that they're walking to the car and he's like, well, baby, and he's going to put her in. And he's like, I just want to let you know that, like, since we had such a good time five seconds ago, I'm going to extend my stay so I can spend more time with you. And she's like, what? Why would you do that? And he's like, because I want to spend more time with you, sweetie. And she's like, but, you know, I have school and it was so many things going on. And then he's like, well, because, you know, I, I, I need to want to spend time with my wife. And then she's like, well, hold on. And her phone rings and she's like, it's my, my P.O. or whatever. And she walks away and it's this dude's boy. He's like, I'm out. And she's like, oh, you're out. OK. And then we have this like scene we see where she where he's like watching her. That wasn't the picture where he's like <laughs> watching her. And she's like in the corner like talking to her PO and he turns around to the camera and he's like, she's got to talk to her PO because she knows she's got a lot of things going on. You know, I know she's got school and she's, I'm just like, why is it, why aren't we having a realistic conversation about Branwen's school? This woman has school out of some kind of like book, you know what I'm saying? Like, the like her, I don't know. It's just, it's he's just too like silly with believing what's going on. And he's, he keeps in the fantasy of it until she gets back and is still like, no, you need to go. I don't want you here. And then he like walks away, smokes a cigarette and hands her the ring. And she's realizing that her trick baby is about to walk away. And so she tries to like tell him that he's tripping or whatever. And then he needs a moment.
1: Yeah. She just says her schedule is thusly. She gets up at 6am and she goes to school at 8 How long does school last? Because I'll tell you, like school lasts to 3 p.m. Right. (laughs) I mean, I'm just from my from my own history, like what she has a child that she has no like responsibility for. And she just got out of prison. Now, I'm not saying she should be in a relationship. It definitely doesn't have to be with Chaz. But like she's constantly she's constantly blaming her school as if People don't have jobs and have relationships that go on besides eight to three, you know? Like some people work eight to five, you know? Some people work longer, you know? So it's just, it's just so telling. And I think that for some reason, even though Chaz has been told left and right over and over again that she like doesn't want him there and like wants more time for school, it's like in this moment after they had sex that he tries to extend his stay. And then he finally hears her, her disappointment and that in that she has to spend any more time with him that it suddenly clicks. And it's so weird. Like, was he thinking that once he put it down, that she'd be like, Oh, there's the husband I thought I married and I want to now be with him for the rest of his life. You know, knowing, I mean, knowing that he had said that she was very dominant in bed. So, and that he liked that. And that means that he was very submissive in bed. I wonder what he thought he put down that night to warrant her wanting to see him again, other than I guess being married. And, but he's so foolish. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think at the end of the day, like I can't suffer any fools and no one could be a bigger fool than Chaz. And so he's a gross, ignorant fool. And I don't feel bad for him. And he's going to like bad mouth Bronwyn, you know, probably for the choices that she has always made. And meanwhile, he's the one that I think is gross, you know?
0: Yeah. All right, let's move on to our next couple. And that is going to be Lindsay and Deontay. And in this, we just see how sad Deontay actually is. Like he's just sad. And we see that Lindsay has her
1: boundaries and I love it. Mm -hmm. Mostly her boundaries to me feels like she does not want to hear from Deontay. It's very like Bronwyn and Lindsay have something in common to me, which is that they don't want to be with Chaz and Deontay, period. I mean, Lindsay's a little chiller about it. I can tell. Like, I can tell that the minute he put it down and she said jackhammer and then they woke up, she wasn't like, oh. And plus, I think also the fact that he has such, he's so bad with money makes it her feel like she wouldn't be able to feel secure with him, that she would have to do a lot of work. And I think all of that together, made Lindsay be like, you're not the one for me. And unfortunately at this point, Lindsay knows it, but she has not told a Deontay or, you know, or I don't know herself, but she's definitely told Blaine. She can tell Blaine on the camera, like we have chemistry, but Blaine knows that like Lindsay's not trying to be with Deontay, which is probably why Blaine has like had no problem just laying in, laying in the leaves and waiting. Yeah.
0: I love the fact that she, like lets her know lets the daughter know Miley Grace that mm-hmm. you need to set up boundaries with these men and that, you know, she already told Deontay that she was taking the time out of the day to spend with Miley Grace and that he didn't need any of that time or that he, his, his, whatever he was going through with his mother and filming was not going to be any of her business during that time frame, mm-hmm. And she even then tries to confide in her mother about it. And her mother is just like, Oh, is that what's going on? Okay. Anyways, Like the mother doesn't give a fuck. The mother's like, I'm not here for the shits, okay? I already gave all my time and attention to you and you fucked it up. Now I'm giving it to Miley Grace. So I don't want to hear about this crazy person that you chose to be in a relationship with. And so we have a moment where, you know, basically Lindsay is trying to like relate to her daughter and I think she's having a hard time because, you know, the last time she saw her, she was a little girl. And like, I mean, the two years from 12 to 14, You'll never get those back. Like, because I don't know how old the daughter is, but when we saw her, the the season that we saw her in, she was like a 12 year old, like a 12. This is like a, a, a 16 year old we're seeing right now. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she's like, don't let them, you know, always set up your boundaries. And I want to help you do the pageants and stuff like that. And so I just thought that was a really cute moment. But then also we have, another mother and, and child duo, which is De- Deontay and his mother. And this man has taken her to a furniture store. And then he's going to like go into the kids section. And it's like the girliest of the girly girl rooms. And the mother's like, what the hell are we doing in this section? And she's like, well, Lindsay's got a daughter. And the mother's like, what, boy?
1: <laughs> Foolishness. Yeah. Like this. Okay. Nothing makes sense at all. But let me just tell you what we're having to see. Deontay, Deontay, who is billions of dollars in debt. You know what I'm saying? Like a country style billions of dollars in debt is furniture shopping for an imaginary home that he owns with Lindsay and in Mississippi, where he is going to tell his mother, he wants to move. And so he's furniture shopping where he lives, not Mississippi for this conversation. Meanwhile, the mother knows, because mothers know everything, that her son, all he does is spend money in fruitless situations. And it's up to his ears and that debt, honey. And so she's just like, I cannot believe this. So, yeah, he tells her that he, you know, and Lindsay, you know, want to move in together. And she goes, she doesn't have to, refer, refer, referring to Lindsay, a pot to piss in nor even a window to throw it out of. And I want to be like, are you, but your son, honey, like if yeah, he doesn't have even piss left, they're going to come repo repo his piss. You know? <laughs> I don't think the mother knows that. Also,
0: like, let's talk about this mother's makeup because I talked about her last episode, last season too. Okay. So she has the wherewithal to do like a wing and to do lashes and to yes. give us a, she loves silver. silver. Okay. She'll she'll put put it on the lid every single day, every day. She won't blend it. You know who else won't blend Sarah, Mm. but that's not, we're not there yet. Yeah. She won't blend it. She will not do her eyebrows. She will not put any on, on any foundation. She will not put on any concealer, but she'll put on a light lipstick and she'll put on contacts. Oh yeah. And she also bleached her hair yellow. So it's like, it's a lot. It's like, you know, it's so interesting when you see somebody in like half glam, but for them, it's not. It's
1: just normal. Yeah, that's her everyday look. But yeah, it's like as if you're about to do full Kardashian makeup, but you start with eyelashes and just like the first eyeshadow, and then you just like leave. It's. She, she, once he tells her that he wants to move with Lindsay, she just like throws a pillow at him. Like you did on when you were like an eighth grade sleepover, honey, at like the bully you hated during the day, but you're just like, haha, now we're playing at night. Take this pitch. You know, you just, she like throws a pillow and she's like foolishness to me. This part felt really great. Like Shakespeare, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I honestly think that people like Deontay who, who live in an imaginary world and want to bring everybody in their imaginary world like frustrate me because he says after his mother leaves like dang like she can't even be happy for me it's nothing like oh good job son I'm happy for you it's like those friends who continuously tell you about all the shitty things that their their partners are doing and then like they get married and then they want you to be excited for them and you're like No, but you should not marry that person because that person is a shitty, shitty, shitty shithead. You remember when that person just left you on the boat and you had to like call for help by yourself and I had to pick you up from the airport? No? Okay, you're going to marry that person? Okay, remember when that person just like didn't pay the light bill and the lights got turned off and then like I had to help you? Like, and you're going to marry that person? Okay, but you want me to be happy for you? I don't understand. What fantasy world are you living in that you want me to live in with you?
1: I don't get it. And that's what
0: frustrates me about Deontay. He's not to be trusted because he's a crazy
1: person. Yeah. Let's go back to my favorite shopping scene, though, is like these women in this like pageant shop. They're looking at earrings. Everything is like fake now. okay. so the whole thing is Lindsay had done a pageant when she was 18 in the same school that now Miley Grace is at. And she wanted it to be in the pageant. Obviously she could not afford a dress for it because she had already had Miley Grace and like all the money was going towards Miley Grace. It's so funny because Lindsay and Miley Grace look so similar in age. It's crazy that their parents. I mean, she's the mother and she's the daughter. So Miley Grace is trying on a dress. She wants to try on this pink dress. I'll tell you right now that I loved her pink dress. And I can tell you right now that Wah hated Lindsay's dress from that that Lindsay's friend gave her that was also that woman's prom dress and the dress is so specific and i'm so sorry i don't have a picture for you it's so specific that i was like it's not even a good dress to rewear because it's so ugly that like everyone would remember it from prom as being the ugliest dress possible and you were like that's the one i want to wear
0: yeah it's like if guy fieri could have made it
1: like a prom dress that's what yeah. it would have been like flames and then black absolutely and then Lindsay, because she is i think great literally almost got runner up in that dress. That's how great she is because she worked past it. And we then we get a scene of Miley Grace trying to walk in heels. And Wah and I were absolutely flabbergasted that Miley Grace, I mean, it seemingly couldn't move in them. And they weren't stilettos. They were like chunky block heel. They were high for sure. But like, aren't we in an age of like, people in high school like basically being like forty year olds already because of TikTok and Instagram and stuff? I'm just so surprised of all the things that this lovely girl, which I think that Miley Grace is great, like, despite all the problems of, like, having to deal with her, you know, a mom in prison and out of prison and also, like, the drugs and everything. I really like Miley Grace's, like, whole vibe, and I really want the best for her. Which is another not the reason why I like Lindsay, but yeah, Miley Grace and these heels, honey, I mean, we gotta do some work. I mean, let's bring in Shangela from, you know, Dance Moms, or let's bring in, you know, like, some sort of walking person from ANTM. Like, we need someone to help her.
0: Shangela was on Dance Moms? Yes.
1: Oh. I know. It's It's a little known fact from my reality TV bolt.
0: Yeah. So yeah, it was weird to see that, but you know, we wish them all the best and we wish that, I mean, Deontay calling her and then leaving a voicemail like, (laughs) Oh, you're my best friend. Now I want to tell you what my mom said. Like, no, you have a best friend. His name starts with a D. I can't remember. You call that man. You don't, you go ahead and leave, leave this woman alone so she could be with her family or text
1: and just say what happened and move on. Or a voice note, yeah. One, I know we want to move on. The last one I'm saying is like it's really interesting and in just how different is Deontay wants to talk to Lindsay about, and he wants the emotional support from Lindsay to have dealt with his conversation with his mom. And as we see, it's like Lindsay's like, "No, bitch, I am the mom, and I'm dealing with my child. So I'm gonna need you to not be another child." But he's not, right? He has proven that he has, like, a child's mentality. And, I mean, you know, obviously, like, he he is really the poster boy for, like, why Chance of Chance and Taylor should not put everything on credit.
0: Yeah. Also, I think, I mean, we've talked, not we, but, like, the, the Love After Lockup community has talked about it before. There's an idea that, like, Deontay is slow. Um, so you mean, not slow enough to not be able to like have a full in life, but there's just like concepts he doesn't get. And he just wants love so bad. All right, let's move on to our next couple. And that's going to be Puppy and Amber. We got to see Amber with her natural hair and I was feeling it. Me too. I love, uh,
1: I love that curly texture hair. Look, She must have just got out of the shower and like, I don't even know if she combed it, you know, like it's just, that's, and I'm also right now also rocking natural Text. So I'm also feeling that, you know? Yeah. This is, well, I, mean, this is, I slept with, in wet hair and the night is woke up. And this is like, what's happening with it? Anyway.
0: Yeah, I really loved it. So she gets to... She goes to Puppy's house. And it's a different house than the house that we had the last season. So Puppy and Eric have moved.
1: And I don't know why. I know I'm, why. Because why? I'm sure some stuff went down from whatever he does for a living to afford that house. And he probably had to change locations. There's a quick scene before she comes over, which is that, you know, Eric is awake and like puppy's like, here are the things that I bought you with the money that you gave me, which is, yeah. um, It's a self-made t-shirt with the S in dollar signs. And he's like, Oh, I love it. She's like, great. Here's it in white. Here's in black and white. So everyone knows that you're self-made. They also just keep buying MCM stuff like that brand, which always reminds me of like a Louis Vuitton kind of like knockoff brand. Cause everything looks like Louis Vuitton, but it's like just MCM. He hasn't what I'm talking about. But yeah, I've been to the flagship store of MCM. It's nice. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, people love it, I guess. You know, I'm so sorry. I don't know why. Every time I see it, I'm like, it looks like Louis Vuitton. But he, so she's like, I also have a surprise to tell you. And we're all like, that you're pregnant. And she's like, I applied for a job. And he's like, what? I don't want you to have to apply for a job. I don't want you to work. Don't look around at the palace. I give you look at all the clothes. I bestow upon you. What work do you need? I'll say right now. Wow. was like blink, blink.
0: It was, I listen, all I want for a man is to tell me that I don't need to work. Mm-hmm. So everything that happens after that, I almost forgive because <laughs> That man doesn't want her to work now. It could be a form of manipulation and it's a way to control her and X, Y, and Z. But, like, I would like a little manipulation and a control in my life right now.
1: You know what you sound like? You sound like Sarah, being like, Yes, yes, he lies. Yes, he lies. <laughs> I have been so put through the ringer with abusive men, men that wanted me to, and like, Bobby, like, men that wanted me to pay for, and men that wanted me to work that I mean, Eric. Eric lies. And sure, Eric wants to control my entire life. And I'm not quite sure what's happening with his health because it doesn't look good. <laughs> I mean, like, having these like is puppy just thinking that she'll get married to a very sickly man who for some reason has a bunch of cash and that she'll just like get an inheritance in like the next six months, which I mean, look, at work for Anna Cole Smith.
0: Yeah, you're remember. right. I do sound like that. However, I still stand by my I just maybe <laughs> for a month. I want a man to tell me that Like, I want a man to tell me that I don't have to work. And then I want to live with him for maybe a month or two and see what that feels like. And then just leave. Because the truth is, is I say all of this knowing that I could always leave that if a man, he would have to literally chain me. Like he would have to like physically restrict me, which even
1: then I'm resourceful. (sighs) Yeah. Well, I love that you're saying you're resourceful. Like what does that mean? Like she knows how to like cut the ties of a rope. Just like, Yeah. I
0: mean like there, I just, there is, I, I have so much confidence in myself. Like I know physically a man could never overpower me. So the only way that that would like be truly dangerous for me is if he like chained me and like locked me in there. But because I have friends and family that I I definitely would say like, Hey, if you don't hear from me, like this is where I'm at, call the police. Like no man could, he couldn't just sequester me and like, you know, the wilds of Alabama. Like I'm not moving somewhere crazy. It would be in the same place that I'm from. And I have friends and family. And if you wanted to control me, sure. But then once I'm done with it, I'm leaving. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Also, yes, we know that she's a sub. Also, she's on my, find my friends all the time. So you literally can't steal her. I'll know where she is. And, but I I love that. I do. So I have a question. Do you think that you could self-defense like, not let a man overtake you? Is that what you're saying you're No, no you're, I, I don't, don't necessarily. I feel like physically he could overtake me then, but, yeah. but Eric leaves. Yeah, Eric is not someone... Uh, yeah, Eric does not look like he could physically overtake anyone. Oh, he does. Any- but the thing is, though, he leaves. That's what I'm saying. It's not like he just sits in the
0: house. He leaves. So, like, he he's not somebody who, like... He, he leaves puppy unchained. So if it were me and Eric he would leave me unchained. And so the moment I got sick of it, I would go, go and live with my parents and then get a job and
1: move on with my life. There would be nothing that he could do. Yeah. So basically what happens with him is the same thing that's happened with Marcelino, which is that he goes to leave and they're like, where are you? And puppy's like, where are you going? And he like, won't tell her. That is such a crazy thing to me. Like, I don't know what I would do if I was with someone. And I was like, where are you going? And they were like, Fuck you! I'm not gonna tell you, or not tell me, or be like. It would just be like. I mean, unless you are literally going to buy me flowers, or a birthday cake, or my engagement ring, you're not. I'm very possessive, though. Like, I'll, I, I, I can't stand for that. Absolutely. So let me tell you what happens. So uh, after that happens, he like leaves. She's like by herself. You know, God bless. And then the, it's like a different time. Like the next morning. Then Amber comes over with her like freshly showered, natural texture hair and she's like, where's Eric? And Eric's like sleeping, but he didn't come home last night. So he must've like got back at what time. We don't even know. And then they're like talking and then Eric comes in and he's like, yeah, I heard you knocking Amber. Like you woke up the whole place. She's like, good. I want people to know. And it's like, they have somewhat of a hostile relationship, you know, where it's like, they know they don't like each other, but like they both exist. And Eric's like, not going to hang around with her. And like, Eric makes it seem like he doesn't want to go on a date with a double date with Amber and her boo and puppy, but like he doesn't want to be around Amber or probably anyone that likes Puppy. Period. And so yeah. he jets out the door, and then Amber looks at Puppy, He's like where where's he going? And Puppy's like, I don't know, you know. And then she's like, Well, bitch, let's go fucking find him. And Puppy's like, Got it. <laughs> Me in this like sexy Ariel shirt. I mean, I don't know what kind of shirt it is, and like my flower leggings, honey is as off this couch off of it
0: <laughs> yeah it's so funny because amber wants to fight eric and she's willing to fight eric for puppy but puppy is so demure with it that and you know because she's being taken care of and she wants for nothing that she uh is just like i don't, I don't know amber like don't don't do that because he's gonna get mad and amber does not care does not care at all if eric gets mad Yeah, he wants she wants to know all the things like the fact is, is that Eric could just lie and say, oh, I'm going to my friend's house. But he doesn't. He tells her it's none of your business. And (laughs) she's supposed to just sit back and take that. So they decide that they're going to follow him. And Amber follows him. And puppy says, you got to be careful because this is the kind of guy who drives in the rear. So Puppy knows that Eric is constantly looking in his rearview mirror to see if somebody's following him. Police. So like, I want to know how Amber was so bad at following. Or maybe she truly just didn't care and wanted him to find out. But anyways, they pull over because they get caught. And then he gets out of the car and he like runs up to the car as if he's about to do something. And he's like, I'm, I'm 40 years old. I don't need nobody... Uh, you know, following me and asking me what I'm doing. And he keeps talking to Puppy the whole time. And Puppy just sits there looking like a little puppy dog staring at him. And she's like, Man, Amber, you're making things bad for me and Eric. Man, Amber. And Eric, Amber's like, Listen, bitch, you're the one who was telling me all this tea about him. I didn't ask you. You call me and complain about him. So don't come at me now because I'm trying to do something as your friend. Like you were in a bad situation. You should, You don't need to be in this situation. He is disrespectful to you. And I'm trying to get you to see that. And puppy's like, no, I feel stupid. I feel so stupid. And I said, puppy girl, just go on ahead and go home and tell that man you're pregnant. Like, like I get you're nervous and whatever about it. And somebody was like, oh, it's because he might like physically abuse her. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like if he did, Amber would know about it. And then Amber would have to kill him. But <laughs> when he walks, so, when he drives off, This is what we see. This man has two different color eyes, okay? And one is an unnatural anime blue.
1: I don't get this. If you look really closely, the green eye that's on the side, if you're watching Patreon, you can see what we're looking at, which is a picture. Ha ha, join our Patreon, $10 a month. But on the side of my face, which is the, I don't know what side of the screen, I'm just going to say the left, maybe. Like that's his natural eye. You can see kind of like a ring of brown, you know, like. I don't think it's his
0: natural eye. I don't think that's his natural eye. I think they're both contacts.
1: For sure, the side, other side is a blue contact. By the way, again, someone's smoking in their car with only a crack down. Look, the tiniest sliver, like to the point where you know that he doesn't actually make, he doesn't actually ash outside of that. You can't even put the, you know, he's ashing in his car. God, I don't know why I keep like harping on people smoking. It's just that I don't see it that much in in the car like that. God, it's hard. But yeah, like I at this point don't know what's happening in the Kate Botsworth hell of this picture. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) are they both contacts or is the anime air, is the anime, anime eye a fake eye? Like say that again, anime air. Is the anime (laughs) eye a fake eye? Like I, is it a, you know, fake ball eye, you know, like is it pop out? I, I mean, this man does look like he has like a range of diseases. So if you told me that like one of the eyes fell out, or you know, like one of the eyes were no good, I believe it. Why? Why are you laughing so hard?
0: He looks like a serpent to me. Oh. He looks like a like a like a serpent. He looks crazy and dangerous to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, he looks like bad fucking news. Which is another thing about like puppy. Like it does not. It, he has such horrible, dark, evil, bad vibes. How did this man even once charm you? Or, like, what was the initial meeting that even could have cemented anyone to be with him? And he has an ex too. Like, he is so bad news. He does he just throw money at women, and yeah, that's he must, he must be very
0: generous. Like, he must be very generous and complimentary and like in the beginning. Because I'm just like. How is it that puppy came out of prison and found her a man that's going to take care of her?
1: so so jealous?
0: I'm so jealous. I
1: can't... I mean... puppy should just have this baby and then get him for child support. Oh, that man doesn't... What?
0: You think that that... Okay, let me look deep into your eyes. Okay. You think that that man has a job on the books? So are you... But... He was would- So wait, are you thinking that drug dealers get put up for child support? How how does the court know how much they make, Chris? How would they even how would they even make somebody who has no W2 pay child support? You have right. to have
1: pay stubs. But you have possessions you could take, right? No. He has assets. Like he has a house. So oh okay. Well I'm mean, I don't I don't not no i listen. do I know all of the ins and outs of child support? No, you know, obviously you no, know, you need to have a paycheck. You need to you need you need a W2.
0: Okay. You right. need
1: a, a W3, sorry.
0: So like, yeah, no, that she could take him for child support all day, and then he would probably find her for like trying to stick the courts after him because he's been in prison. So he's like, Oh, now you're gonna oh, call the courts on
1: me? That one's been in prison. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, basically Amber, I feel bad because I, I do love the scene of Amber and Puppy like on the run, you know, and like getting after him. And, and Amber really is asking the questions you all want to know, which is like, Puppy, like how could you do this? Like, you know, this is bad news and you have more self-respect and he treats you so shittily and Puppy really is just like, I mean, very much Sarah vibes of just like, well, this is what I'm going to settle for because it's better than other options. I understand it. I know you do. Okay. All right.
0: Let's move on to Chance and Taylor. I'm going to let you take this one. This is short and stupid.
1: <laughs> okay, How does she feel about it? I didn't like it either, but let's talk about it. So God, this is such a good picture of Chance. And uh, like in a sense that if I was on a prison dating website, I'd be like, oh, fuck, should I take a chance on Chance? I don't get that chance. Is a Chance in love? I'm not quite sure. And then you see it you're like, what? So Chance having, uh, wanting all the things as we all do. Um, like the family, the white picket fence, the house, the red, horrible truck with like red, picket fence. <laughs> he, red picket fence. He goes and tours like a home because he just got a $200,000 loan, which I was like, how should you get that loan? But if he's been, he, I don't know if he watched a TikTok video on how to build up your credit fast, but like not meaningfully, which is that he just has taken out credit card after credit card. And then we'll just like charge like, you know, hundred dollars on it and pay it right away and then be like, great, two more points, hey, hey, hey. like in some sort of video game to max it all out in this like big ass loan where he wants to now buy a house, which is so crazy. This house that they're looking at, nice looking house, they say it's $195,000, which to me was like, oh my God, you can somewhere buy a home, a multifamily home with a backyard for under $200,000. That is absolutely crazy. Yeah. but. That is what this house is. So there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, many rooms. There's a master, you know. Like They're in I St. Think. Louis. And here's the thing. Every room, he's like, oh, I could build
0: this. And this could be two-story. And I'm like, it sounds like you're about to be crafty with this house. And, like, I'm uncomfortable with that. We We saw what you did for Bobby's bedroom, okay? We don't trust anything that you're able to do
1: absolutely but then the biggest kicker is then they go outside and it's like this little backyard and he goes great 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 this is where i can put the storage unit for bobby to live in and maybe i can put one storage unit this way and the other storage unit that way it's like a little like perpendicular t or whatever he doesn't say that part obviously i do he doesn't know the word he does not know the word perpendicular please but like yeah that'll be able to put in plumbing and these men are like looking at him like you're ins- you're absolutely insane like what are you talking about but meanwhile he now wants to do this without talking to chance who uh, they've already had a whole conversation now he does shit without freaking chance on board taylor. Talk- you're right his name is chance taylor taylor's pregnant y'all you know what i'm saying like just like puppy she's pregnant and just like puppy she is not excited to tell t- chance. So, uh, they go out to dinner and it's date night and they go to like this place called like Griotto's Grill or something. They kept showing the name, honey. I was like Griotto really excited to put their <laughs> put their restaurant on life after lockup. hilarious. And they get it's a pizza parlor there. Like and they have like a wine menu, you know, which is like okay. So they want to go to the pizza place and let me just tell you, if you go to a pizza place, you have, I mean, you're probably going to get red wine. I mean, and if it's going to be Italian wine, it's probably going to be like a Chianti, like a Chianti Classico or a Chianti Classical Reserva would be the best one, whatever, God bless, a Pacino if you don't want that kind of thing. But like that's usually what you drink wine-wise at an Italian restaurant. This person is like champagne. Okay, so not even Prosecco. Prosecco is the Italian version of sparkling wine, but champagne, which, you know, God bless, which you all can get from Champagne region. (laughs) Ha ha ha, I'm sorry, I took my sommelier course. So anyway, the pizza menu comes and he's like, I will be having (laughs) the crab ragu pizza and the lady corn nuggets.
0: (laughs) I mean, (sighs) listen, I give him points for ordering for her and doing what he needs to do in that respect and for wanting to celebrate But he is a whole mess for not telling her that he's thinking of buying a house. And then she even says that she's queasy because he's been spending money and not talking to her about it. And he gets mad and says, why are you ruining our date night talking about stressful stuff? And then me as an audience member goes, because you guys are on a TV show. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's your date night, but it's your date night partly because you're on a TV show. Mm -hmm. And we have to say something that's going to be controversial during this. And Mm -hmm. this is what she's chosen. She's not telling you that she's pregnant because she wants to keep that a secret. You're not telling her that you've purchased a house that she told you she did not want because you would like to keep that a secret and has a surprise. So these two are not going to go well. And I I feel for her. I'm sad for her, but she also wasn't on birth control. So she knew she was going to get pregnant. And he's an idiot. He's a fool, he's an idiot and he's going to run them into the ground and get into debt over their heads trying to make up for all the time he wasted being a drug
1: addict in prison. Yeah. So the pizza comes guys and it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Everything was said, sure, sure, sure. Let me talk, let me go back to this pizza, honey. <laughs> Who the hell would order crab ragu pizza? I was so like upset about it. There's just like there was like not any toppings. Can you imagine how gross like what? She gets her corn nugget. She's happy about it. She has like a sprite, you know. It's he has like a whole bottle of sparkly moscato to get down. It's so sweet, you know. Like what a hellish, what a very hellish dinner, especially for me to watch. Um, she's disgusted by the by the pizza. I just like, I almost thought he was gonna like know that she was pregnant by being like, well, you you keep seeing, you keep saying that you're like nauseous and like blubbity blue, like and you're not drinking alcohol, like are you? Well, I don't know why he just didn't say maybe maybe you're pregnant and just so we could watch her face. That would have been good producers, but you didn't do that, did you, producers? Anyway, so basically, I just I hope Bobby's doing good, you know, and that's all I have to say about that.
0: Oh, I want to say one last thing. I hated the way he tried to make it seem like the reason why he's not making more money right now is because he's taking time out from all the other job opportunities that he's been getting to spend time with her and the girls. Mm hmm no don't use that as an excuse just say hey the next month i'm going to be working all the side jobs that i can in order to make this work and the thing is though this man is setting him up up for a lifetime of just constant working with all of his
1: like desires yeah okay yep final no just kidding uh well can we can i do a save? i want to quick uh should we save Sh- sean and sarah for last and can we just get through Brittany and ray yeah so, like, well, I mean, actually, I mean, can you just take this one? Like, I don't, I don't care about them. This was, like, a boring one. You talk about them. So, Ray and
0: Brittany. Brittany goes dress shopping with her mother. And her mother mentions to her that they should do a prenup because of the land that is in the family that the parents have worked very hard for and that. Or at least it got sent down from the grandparents or something like that. And so that turns the mood off for Brittany. But while she's there, she does try on some dresses that Chris was really into. And so we took a picture of like one of them or two of them. And you can see if you're on our Patreon, patreon.com slash DocuSweeties, $10 a month. And she can't concentrate on it because she says the vibe is thrown off because of the prenup conversation and her mother's like i do understand that i was allowed to throw at you right now so i do understand if you don't want to talk about it but have this conversation with ray as soon sooner than later and so she's like okay so she goes home and she presents this conversation to ray as though you know her mother brought it up and it's very practical but when ray is against it Brittany gets upset and is like, this has nothing to do with you. It's everything to do with me. I'm just telling you. And he's like, it has things to do with me because um I have to sign a paper. So what do you mean it has nothing to do with me? Like, you're bringing it to my attention because I'm going to have to, like, fill out documentation. What? And so then he gets upset because he's like, what am I have to do to make you and your mama happy? Or something like that. And she's just like, I don't know why you made me. And then it becomes this argument it does need to become. Because the truth is, is that all she had to do is say, hey, my family has land and my parents want to ensure that it stays with me and my kids. So unfortunately that means that if you and I were to get married and then get divorced, that you would not be able to have access to that land. So you're going to have to sign away your rights to that land. And that could have just been the end of it. And he was mad. Then he was mad, but like, no, she wanted to get mad with him, which is so interesting that couples do this where they just can't let the other person just be mad and be the calm one. They got to get mad with them to show like, how frustrated they are too and it just doesn't help anybody in any situation
1: yeah i just want to say like it would have been smarter if she like was like you know how my dad won't give us your, our blessing his blessing and he'd be like yeah you know because i went to go ask him he wouldn't give him the blessing well he told me that he'd be more apt to do that if we decided to sign this print up so he knows that his land's gonna be protected like she should just blame her dad that's a lot to say
0: <sighs> yeah all right so let's <laughs> move on to our next couple and that's sean and sarah Mm,
1: mm, yep oh i was gonna do it i was gonna do it <laughs> you're watching patreon every time we talk about sean and sarah we show their picture first and then we have to show immediately butthead of theaters and butthead i can't because i'll never get over how much they look alike yeah
0: wow. Wow. we have to go back and forth so that you guys can truly understand the visual
1: of what's happening it is the so- skin, mouth and nose it's so crazy <laughs> so- and eyes and eyes little tiny tiny eyes Well, I don't know. Okay. So we've got a scene where they're
0: putting the finishing touches on Sarah as the bride, and we get this like great shot of her mother. Oh. I mean, this this toothless blue-eyed woman is very interesting for me. So she yeah, I okay. Sarah refuses to blend her makeup she does this thing where it's very like early 2000s makeup yes. where she will put a color on her lid, like a light color. And then in this like butterfly crease thing, like this, like she will do a dark color and then she will put a light color up here, but there is not a blend to be had. So it, it gives the effect of like, uh, ugly is what it is. It gets the effect of ugly, early two thousands makeup, and it's so sad. It's so sad that she skimped out on getting her makeup done for her wedding in order to save money. It's yeah, just so like,
1: it's like a, it's like she's trying to do an eyeshadow cat eye, but it's like, is that what it is, what? Yeah, she did this yeah. herself, Wa. And also, like, there was a lot of there was a lot of interesting things. Like, it's not bridal makeup at all. It doesn't have. I mean, not that it has to be, but. It is definitely 90 early aughts where it's like grays and silvers on top and purpley berries on the bottom. Yeah. Oh.
0: But there's nothing below that. Look at look, everything on top, but there's nothing underneath her eye. Yes. If anything, it's like a white shimmer. Yes. There's nothing to round it out. It looks like, it, it, to me, it looks like anime makeup. Like if I were an anime character, like that's
1: what it was, it's kind of giving right now. I can see that. Yeah, she, you know, there's been a lot of like tricky true, like trickies, tricky true choose this episode, this season (laughs) with them. I'm so sorry. I'm like so tired. I don't, who knows what I'm saying? But basically, they keep like, you know, wanting us to think something's gonna happen, but then it's like, not that. So, like, you know, she's supposed to have her first look with Sean. She can't wait to have her first look with Sean, which is like when the bride and the groom look at each other before they get married, which you're not really supposed to do, but that happens sometimes for pictures. So we can see like him, like cry and stuff like that. It's supposed to be like a lot of pictures like this, like,
0: (gasps) Oh, I didn't know what that was. I was like, this is a made up thing. I've never heard of that
1: ever in my life. No, it is. It's unfortunately a real thing. So, but it's not Sean about to have her first look. It's Kelly. Kelly shows up there. And
0: I love the way that Sarah reads Kelly in her confessional. She's like, not only is it not Sean, it's Sarah dressed like that. Like she's going to a freaking funeral. Kelly. Like it's crazy. Yes. Yeah. It's Kelly dressed like that. Like she's going to a freaking funeral. Like I love the way she clocked the way that woman was dressed. And I was like, you know, there's an, uh, there's a lot of other people that at your wedding that you could clock the way they were dressed. Namely this woman who's sitting
1: next to your mom uh, that woman I- is wearing a t-shirt. Says Apple Barn. This woman is wearing a t shirt that says Apple Barn. Okay, there's so many questions. To me, I was like, okay was this woman actually invited to this wedding or were there some empty chairs and passerbys were offered to be on a TV show and they needed an, an extra seat filler next to the mom? Or no, was this woman like, oh, great, I'm going to go to Sarah's wedding. Let me see what I'm going to wear. How about this T-shirt that says Apple Barn on it? <laughs> I. It's so embarrassing. Like, I, I think it's so embarrassing when people... <laughs> wear very casual things to events that are not casual. I went to a gala on Thursday and most people were dressed to the nines, but there was this one kind of like, maybe like 30 year old dude wearing a short sleeve, like cotton shirt with like shorts and I, and he made a mention of it once. Like I was never talked to him once. Like you, that seems crazy. So he was like kind of behind me and I heard him say like, I know I'm underdressed. And that was the only time that I was like, (laughs) (laughs) so badly for him to see me shoot a look of death and like yeah why the hell are you wearing that Uh, it said gala on the invitation and the place itself is fancy like you you know like where were you where did you think you were going you you were going to go see what top gun maverick again i don't even understand so it's always so interesting to me when people
0: because what it is is that this person looked in their closet and realized that they didn't have anything remotely close to formal and that's probably the most formal thing that they had but I'm like you that's when you need to dust off the credit card and go to a store. It's it's not as easy for men to do it because they have to go to like the I don't know whatever where I don't know where men buy clothes but they he has to go with, there. Men's women warehouse though, Yeah, men's warehouse. Women can go to like TJ Maxx. Like women have so many more clothing option places to like go. If she went to the Apple Barn, she could have been went to the Clothing Barn. Like there's a there's a store that would have at least put her in a dress. Now with that dress barn. Her? There's one yeah. called dress barn. Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, that's the thing that's crazy to me is that, yeah, I get that you don't have anything formal, but you don't have anything dressier than a t-shirt. That's what's weird. So yeah, Kelly is wearing thigh high boots. Like, I don't, I just, they're, and they ain't much taller than each other. So for Kelly to be this much taller than her is like crazy. Oh, and then yeah. she didn't even put like a stitch of makeup on. Not not a mascara, nothing. She just put her hair back a side part ponytail. Girl, you could have just left your hair down. It would have been dressier
1: than for you to put your hair back in a ponytail. It's interesting though. He does have a type. He likes short white women with crazy colored hair. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. So Kelly says that she... Wanted to dislike Sarah, but Sarah
0: was so lovely and understanding and wasn't mad or like, you know, aggressive to her. And so she's like, I like her. And I just wanted to let her know, which I mean, this obviously wasn't the right time to let her know what you knew about Sean. And if Sarah had gotten upset, she would have been 100 percent within her rights to be upset for Kelly trying to warn her and basically ruin her wedding when there's no reason, because the truth is, is that I'm sure Kelly had opportunities to talk to Sarah. Had she been nicer to Sean during the beginning parts of the relationship, if she had said like, Hey, I would like to talk to your wife, just to better understand like what the expectations are with my kids and like, you know, getting to know them, like whatever, then she could have had this conversation with her prior to the wedding. But to use this moment to tell to this is rude. But anyways, Sarah was like, you know what? I know he's a liar, but I this is Sean is the best thing that's ever happened to me. I don't, and honestly, I don't know that I would ever find better. And the truth is, after seeing her mom and her mom's boyfriend, I don't know that Sarah would have ever found better either. Her mother was trying to save and protect her, but Sarah doesn't have a job, does now, now doesn't have to work, she doesn't have to worry about anything because Sean has swooped in and saved her. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense, and I see why she did it. And she was even kind to Kelly in that moment. Now, next episode, it looks like Kelly's not going to be too kind and not going to act right. Because Kelly was like, oh, you don't think that I'm here trying to steal Sean, do you? <laughs> and I'm like, it's giving. It's, that's what it's giving, Kelly. Yeah. Sean has a tearful moment with his daughter, too, where his yeah. daughter really forces. like He tries to like get her to be quiet about how she's feeling. And she's like, no, you're going to mess it up. And I don't want that like the daughter says everything that she's feeling and mm-hmm. it makes Sean cry and he can't stand it. He can't stand it. And he's like, I promise I will. not I promise I will. not I promise I won't do that again. And she's like, OK. Um, and so I, I loved the way that the daughter held him to task in that manner and was very much
1: like, I need to get this all out because let me tell you how you've messed up. Now, another thing that like the producers, of course, have been teasing this entire time is a destiny, honey, gonna come on this plane, honey, it's gonna ruin the wedding, honey. Like they even gave us one of these, like, if anyone here objects to this wedding, and we're like, where's destiny to come running in and be like, yo, me $60,000 for who knows what, I'm not quite sure. But destiny, my loves, never got on the plane because she never bought a ticket because I think it was all fake. But anyway, God bless (laughs) that she got to the hospital and she started to have contractions and like specifically like now she's having them within one after another. So she gets into a car, like she's going to drive. The next scene is that she's in the back of the car. The producers are driving and she, and the producers are like, how are you feeling? she's like, I'm having a contraction right now. The producer's like, okay, that's two in 10 minutes. And then she calls her, her, I think the, her, they say husband. And so, and also I guess the person that put that baby in her and she's like, are you going to come to the hospital? Like, I don't even know where that person is in life. You know, like, does he not want to be in a show or, you know, like, does he think that he's been with a woman the entire time? Like, you know, that's like not trying to get 60,000 from her ex. We're not quite sure. But the last scene is her like about to give birth in the backseat of the car. And she has like a full vape pen in her hand, honey. And she is puffing and puffing away like a little dragon my loves just like whatever it takes i guess to to go through labor you know but i mean that's not a lip gloss that's not lip smacker's that's not like a lisa frank bulbous pen one of those pens where you like have multiple colors you just push it down like pink and purple and yellow it's not one of those wow she's a terrible person She's a terrible person. She's going to be a terrible
0: parent. And I really do feel bad about the circumstances. I hope that the father is in a better financial place where when destiny goes back to prison or does whatever that the baby can be given to a family who's probably better than her. She is irresponsible. She is awful. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I had a friend in high school who smoked cigarettes during her pregnancy because the doctor told her that it was okay if she only smoked like one a day. And as a high schooler, as a fucking 16, 17 year old, she couldn't like, she's like, Oh no, the doctor said it's fine. It's like crazy to me. People who will just ride the edges of whatever, like it's, it's, it's it's like, listen me. I'm always, I try to be early. So that I'm on time. I'm never going to ride the edge of like, Oh, it only takes a half an an hour and a half to get there. Like tomorrow I have a a meeting. I have a, a doctor's appointment. I'm going to leave here two hours early to get there on time. It's probably only going to take me an hour and 15, but why chance it? Why chance it? And it's just like the same thing with destiny. You know, you're not supposed to be vaping. Why chance it? Why? So what you can have, I don't know. So that what you could feel good for five seconds when the nicotine hits for what? So that, you know, you can sleep for an extra 15 minutes. Like What does it matter? Like, if it's not, I don't know. Anyways, I just get really frustrated with people who do things like this. And it just shows, like, a level of irresponsibility. And it shows, like, a level of, like, laziness that you wouldn't sacrifice. I shouldn't say laziness. And I should be more compassionate and I should go, this person has an addiction. Yeah. And, like, because people could say that about me and, like, eating. Like, oh, you know you shouldn't eat that, so just don't. Let me tell you right now, in the moment, it feels like that's all I'm thinking about. And if I could just have it, everything would be okay. And so maybe that's what she's going through, but besides that, she's an awful person.
1: So I'm just gonna say this. I think that it's you know, it's not it's indicative of someone who Will make horrible choices regardless if she's pregnant or not for herself or anyone else. I mean, she made horrible choices when she did makeup on her mom. So like, we can't be trust her to make good choices for someone else if she's not gonna do it for herself. But yeah, I'm like low-key afraid like what this baby's gonna be like or like what this baby's life's gonna be like. It's like again, it's like one of the darker moments of watching a show like this. We have to end on a sweet note just because I feel like let me just say this. I was happy. Two female relationship empowerment moments. It was happy for me to see Kelly and Sarah at least come together respectfully over two blending families and not scream at each other. That made me happy. And then also, Puppy and Amber's relationship made me happy. So I feel like they have each other's back. And I feel like I liked, you know, Puppy and Amber. And I liked Sarah and Kelly. And obviously, conversely, Brittany and Amanda really, really, that should hit the fan. So. Yeah, that's all I have to say about this app. Anything else, Boob? No,
0: that's it. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And we want to give you the opportunity right now to take out your phone and
1: go to Instagram and follow us. (laughs) (laughs) We want to give you the opportunity to follow us. So please look up DocuSweeties on Instagram, DocuSweeties1 on Twitter. There's also a TikTok. And uh, what if you want to look at all the pictures and also want to see Wah and I in glasses? Wah, how would you do that?
0: You would do that on Patreon.com slash DocuSweeties. That is $10 a month for you to get the content as soon as we're done doing it. And it's going to be unedited and you're going to see us like in our habitats, living our lives, laughing and coughing as I am because like, girl, she slept with the air conditioning on last night and now she has a tickle in the throat. So.
1: Oh yeah. And also if you have like wanted to know what I've done this entire time, I'm having an ant outbreak as we speak of where I'm sitting. And so I'm so disgusted that I keep putting myself on mute and then spraying the area around me with the only thing I have, which is the seventh generation, like disinfectant spray. Cause like, I can't stay, I'm like, this is my bedroom. And there's ants and I can't just like spray Raid and go to bed tonight. And so like, I don't understand if this is supposed to be better, but like it's seventh generation. So I'm just like, I, I'm not even really, I think I'm killing them truly by just like spraying enough of this stuff that I'm drowning them in it anyway. So that's a lot of information. We love you guys so much. If you haven't yet, please make sure that you subscribe to the podcast and give us five Stiggity stars. We'd really appreciate that. Stiggity. We would. We love you guys.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.